Uh-huh. I know what you're thinking. Is this the booth drafting the circuits? Three-way theater or the Kevin Jackson show? Well, to tell you the truth in all this excitement, I kinda lost track myself here on Hoobazoo.com. So, do you feel lucky, punk? Oscar Mike Radio. Come in. Come in, Oscar Mike Radio. Sinister One, this is Oscar Mike. I have Ulima Charlie over. Folks, good evening. Today is May 11th, 2017. My name is Travis, a.k.a. P-Dog, broadcasting from the City of Champions, Brockton, Massachusetts. This is Oscar Mike Radio, on the move, on mission for veterans always. Got a great show for you tonight, for episode 43. This is part two of Justice for Huey. And without further ado, I'm just going to jump right into this because this is a busy man. Mason Mason has agreed to join me, Mason Crossland, from Justice for Huey. He's one half of the group to talk about what's been going on the last week, how dogs have helped him, and, and what they mean to him, and how you can help. So, Mason, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you, brother. We, we kind of talked last week and kind of were just setting this up and everything, and it kind of worked out because a lot has happened to where I can't even keep up. I mean, it's just changing all the time. So the last time we talked, you know, Mariana had just posted bail, and there was talk about spraying awareness and, and what was going to be involved and how this could affect veterans. I mean, a whole gamut of things. So if you would, for all of us, just kind of tell us what what has happened. Um, you're, you're speaking in the regards of her, uh, her suicide, correct? Her suicide, how that affects everything, and, and where you guys are now. Okay. Um, my, my dog is in my face right now. Um, <laughs> because, uh, you know, speaking a, real quick, you know, how they, they help us. Um, this is a very touchy subject for me because I have, and I'll be honest with you, I've been surrounded with suicide pretty much my entire life. Um, so th this did affect me uh, a, a bit on the emotional side. Um, also, there was a lot of people commenting on the page, and both myself and Heidi, every second we were just trying to keep up with all the negative comments, trying to get them deleted before people could see them and get them hidden from you know public eye, um, just because we are trying to keep this a positive movement, um, and we feel terrible for the the families, uh, you know, having to go through the loss right now um, because there was a lot of uh, mental illness that Marina was dealing with. Um, you know that that being said, 
<laughs> I'm getting really shaky. Because, <laughs> um, like, like I said, I have dealt with that uh, a lot myself. I've, so, in, yeah. So, so just, just from my perspective, if, if I may, kind of just tag team here for a second. You know, I did read some of those comments, and I'm like, you know, my perception was these people didn't really understand the story. And, and some, some people, you know, veterans had some valid points, but just to sit there and comment on the page and throw that out there, look, we all know that she was a broken individual, and, and I, I told you, I took no pleasure in what happened to her and how she chose to deal with this. And I'm trying to sit there and say, look, you know, could this have happened to anybody? I don't know. But I think the thing is, is you and Heidi and others on Shelter for Soldier and other Pet for Vets advocacy groups did not make that choice. And, and, and really the thing I want to get back to is you guys, you know, even though you're, you're dealing with all the reality you have to deal with, decided to band together and advocate for this dog and other veterans. So it must be, I mean, I, I watched the comments on your page just explode. Mm -hmm. You still dealt with that. You still compartmentalized a problem and kept dealing with it, and it must have taken a lot out of you. <laughs> it did. So what, and now, and now I'm jumping around just a tad bit here because I, I want to cover everything, but there's a court date coming up. Can you tell us what that court date involves and where it's going to be? Um, that information we are trying to get and release as quickly as we can. We have a strong speculation. We've had a, a couple of, of pretty uh, reliable sources tell us that it's going to be moved to, I believe, Harnett County, where the crime was committed. Um as far as the court date, we believe it's still going to be that court date on the 16th, but it, a lot of things are up in the air, so so that's just one of those things that it's just going to have to be announced on the page when it comes. I can't really confirm anything because we don't have any firm uh, confirmation on on how that the proceedings are going at this point. Okay, thank you. Um, one of the things that I, I've been asked, because... You know, I have told other vet groups about this, and the question I'm asked is, well, well, well why does this matter? And, and just let me let me put out my feeling is, it matters because animals are more and more being seen as a means to help somebody, and this could negatively impact a veteran who needs help. So, yes, Huey, what happened to Huey was terrible. I, I tell people that, but. The good thing is, is there are other vets who, again, did not make the choice that Mariana and her boyfriend made. There are other vets out there like yourself who, you know, have this animal and are giving back. So am I framing that right? Is there something else I'm yes. missing? Yeah, it, yeah, well, yes, but I, I do want to add, and this is one thing that, that really did make us speak up is, Marina did have PTSD, um, and I don't want to take that away from, you know, any female veteran going through anything, you know, similar like that. And my co-admin, Heidi, uh, you know, has that same type of PTSD from the military. Um, 
but Marina was suffering from a lot more than just PTSD. What happened to Huey was not caused by PTSD. And that's why both myself and Heidi, um, you know, both veterans with, with PTSD, I was a uh, combat veteran. I served in uh, Fallujah, Iraq from February 22nd of 2004 to uh, February 22nd of 2005. Um, but it, you know, PTSD, it, 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 it can come on many levels and there's many civilians who've, who've had, you know, suffered, you know, horrible things in their lives that, that have it as well. But the thing here is our veterans are really benefiting from dogs. My dog has saved my life pretty much. Uh, like I said, when I got on, on the phone here, she was licking me because I've been pretty shaky um, during this because of what's happened over the last week. Um, it has hit me, you know, even more on a personal level now. Um, but we do want to make it abundantly clear that the help that a dog can give to a veteran who has trouble with um, being in, like, a grocery store like myself because there's a lot of build, like, uh, it's a big building with a lot of aisles and people pop out of nowhere. And to have my dog standing behind me where I can feel her, you know, leaning against the back of my knees and when somebody, you know, comes, you know, approaches the aisle, she will maneuver her body and let me know that, that someone's approaching. And that's extremely helpful for me. Um, and that's just one of the tasks that, that the dogs are trained to do through shelter to soldier. So it's, it's an, an amazing benefit to have them. I myself, um, though I still shake and do that and possibly could benefit from medication i depend a hundred percent on my dog and for me that's what's working right now and i also use fitness as well i i run and and that helps a lot you know with calming down the depression and things like that but it's just one of the tools that i've found to be able to figure out how to navigate through life again well that's the important thing right is being able to do just what you said is, is navigate through life and you have a companion there with you who's who's never going to make fun of you or ask you are you really hurt uh, a lot of vets I talked to who have PTSD before they admitted they had a problem just felt like the the embarrassment of admitting they had a problem was too great to bear and, and then you know if I may one of the vets I know who went out and, and actually was able to get a dog was able to really engage in, in life again, like you said, because the dog, people would, would come up and ask questions about the dog, and the, and the dog allowed him to be comfortable around people again. And, and I don't think, you know, I don't mean to delve too deep if you don't want to go here, but mm. could you just summarize, what is it like to have PTSD? I've been told by guys, it's like being in a swimming pool underwater and, you, and people are above you. You know how you look up and you see the people above you through the water, mm -hmm. but you can't really talk to them. You can't really see them, but you know they're there and they know you're there. What is that like? And I have no point of reference. I'm sorry. I that that I'd say that's a pretty you know good example as far as like maybe the emotional feeling of of how it feels to have it. Um, for me, I get really angry at myself or frustrated 
because it's like my mind and my body don't sync up. It's like consciously I know that leaving my apartment, there's not going to, you know, nine times out of 2,000 probably, nothing is going to happen. But my body says, oh, hell no, you're leaving the wire. And so my body starts to, it feels like liquid, the beginning, it feels like liquid lead in my stomach. And, and then it just starts to go out, you know, out my limbs and I I shake. I start to stutter when I speak. Then my mind starts to race because I'm thinking, oh, my God, my, my body is freaking out right now. And so then... And I've probably done it in this interview because I know I'm I'm kind of a little shaky, but I I start talking about God knows what and the fifth galaxy, and I can't stop myself. So I get really angry at the effects that it has, and I think that's what makes you feel like you're underneath the water and everyone's looking at you, and you just can't express what's actually happened to your own body and your own mind. And consciously you realize that it's – that you just can't figure out how to fix yourself. Well, if, if I may, i got to tell you, uh, last week when we tried to talk and, and we talked for a little while, and, and now, I mean, you're just – you've just got ice flowing through your veins as far as I'm concerned. I've, I've talked to people who don't have PTSD on this show and other interviews, and it takes me a while to get them, you know, calmed down and relaxed. And, and you just come in here and been really authentic. If, if I may, I, I want to understand what prompted you to advocate for Huey. I mean, because one of the things you could say is, you know, this is not really your problem. I mean, you're you're not even in North Carolina, right? You're 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 in a different part of the country. But <laughs> Arizona. <laughs> well, I, I was in Yuma, so I, I, I miss it sometimes. But you're in you're in Arizona, which is you know two thousand miles away. What really prompted you to say, you know what, I I want to advocate for not only what happened to Huey, but also for other vets. Well, it it kind of fell in my lap. Um, I since since I ha was accepted into Shelter to Soldier and graduated and got my dog, I have really been looking, um, how can I give back? Because I feel at this point in my life, I have given so much. But sometimes I have trouble giving back because I I have trouble being out in the public still a little bit. I'm doing better, though. But, um, you know, it's still, it's, 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 a, it's, a, it's always a process. Um, so I've been praying kind of, you know, how, how I, I, what I, what can I do? And, uh, this happened and I just started reading into the story and I'm a researcher. I research everything and nothing sounded right from the other justice for Cam Page. And so I, I, Heidi had already started the justice for Huey Page and I had actually seen, you know, the midst of that being made. And I was commenting on that page, and then she asked me if I wanted to be her co-admin. So you know, at that point, I was just like, okay, you know, the, I've been asking God, what, what can I do? And I will take whatever path gets laid before me and, and 
the, this was laid before me. So this is this is the path that that I'm supposed to be on. I feel, and and that's I guess that's why I'm doing it. I, you know. Well, it just it just speaks volumes to me. You, you know, like I told you last week, one of the things I want to do with this podcast is talk to people who you know, armed with nothing more than a Facebook page and desire or friends or, you know, a computer or, you know, a truck, try to make a difference in a veteran's life. And I just feel that it would have been the easy thing to say, you know what, this is terrible, this is not right, but hey, you know, I've got my own stuff going on, my own reality I'm trying to deal with, and I'm going to pass on this. But I have been, you know, amazed and humbled how you and Heidi have co-managed this thing. Now, if I'm right in understanding this from Heidi, is is you both take 12-hour shifts. You run 12-hour shifts each to, you know, keep watch and keep this going. Is that right? Um, I, I don't know if it's like 12-hour shifts. It's I, I have problems sleeping at night anyway because I do still, you know, get nightmares and night terrors and stuff, so I just can't sleep longer than... You know, I can't hit rim at night. So I usually go to bed at 5, 6 a.m., and that's just normal for me. Um, so that that's why it kind of we're able to do that. So I'm, I'm on during the day as well, and she's on periodically through the night when she wakes up because she has trouble sleeping too. But we are able to man it 24 hours a day that way. That's amazing. That, that, that's really amazing. And you know, I see the updates come in, and I share them, and I've learned so much about support animals. I've learned so much about how dogs can help. You know, like I told you, I'm not really, in last week's podcast, I'm not really a dog fan, but, uh, you know, when I see my buddies, you know, happy because they have a dog coming into their room or they're out with their dog, it's a great thing to see. So you mentioned Shelter to Soldier. Now, how did that come about? That, that's that, that's very interesting, and I looked them up and talked to them, and it seems like a great organization. Um, the Shelter to Soldier was actually kind of started over an abused dog as well. Um, there's a dog named Nubs, and there's a children's book about it, and they're actually, I think they're making a movie about it, and Colonel Dennis uh, had met in Iraq, and his ears had been cut off by the uh, Iraqis. And um, Colonel Dennis had the convoy to, I believe it was Jordan, and um, he had to leave Nubs behind. Well, it was 70 miles to the Jordanian border, and Nubs followed him. So um, he was very beaten um, by the time he made it the 70 miles, but he found Colonel Dennis again. And um, Dennis reached out to Graham Bloom, the founder of Shelter to Soldier, about this dog, and so they actually figured out a way to smuggle document or fake do- forged documents and smuggled nubs back to the United States. So after that, Graham Bloom and and his wife Kyrie, uh, they decided, you know, we need to do something for these soldiers and 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 these dogs. There's so many dogs being euthanized every day. And at the time, it was 22 veterans. I believe now we're at 20, which is still absurd. Um, Veterans a day. Um, You know, these dogs can save the veterans' lives, and the veterans can save the dogs' lives. So let's start this program and save two lives at a time. And that's, that's their 
their mission statement is that they save lives two at a time. Uh, so that, that's how Shelter to Soldier got started, and Colonel Dennis is actually on the uh, board of directors as well. Well, it just I got on the website and I looked at I saw your story in the website and and was really just just touched. I mean these 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 brothers and sisters of ours are are all you know enjoying life and trying to give back in their own way and, and face their adversities. And you know, man's best friend really comes to mind. So it had a really a, 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 an effect on me on how I look at uh, animals and, and dogs in particular. So, you know, I, I was in from the time I actually started talking to you. Like I said, the Justice for Cam page didn't quite get back to me the way I would have liked. And then um, there was some, some problems with the Fayetteville Observer's first article, which led me on a wild goose chase. But I've just been impressed by how you and Heidi have run this. And uh, you told me that Heidi also has a support animal. Is that, am I right about that? That is correct. She has a uh, an emotional support animal um, that she had her her doctor uh, at the VA um, prescribed for her. Now, now that, and I'm thank you for bringing that up because you know in 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 my area in the, in the greater Boston area they're they're starting to open up to it a little bit, but they're still looking at conventional medicine or counseling first before they really consider animals. It's in other words, it's the very rare exception, not the norm. However, I met a, a lady who runs a uh, equestrian uh, therapy service for veterans, and, mm-hmm. and some of the stories out of there are great. So, you know, I, I just want you to know, and I've tried to demonstrate that I, I'm here for this. I, I think what you two are doing is great. I, I really respect the fact that you, I mean, you're having to overcome your fears just to talk to me like this. And to do it twice too, because last week, was, <laughs> last week was I I foobarred all last week. That was messed up. But we are we are rocking, we're cooking with gas right now. But you faced your fears, man. And, and, and you know, there's there's and until you've talked to people who suffer with this, they really don't understand. So how can how can I help? How can we help? Um, I saw on the facebook page you have shirts and decals is there anything else how do i get those um you can you can go to the justice for huey facebook page and um i believe we we've already done the first batch of of the shirts i think next monday we are going to post another post the shirts back up again and all of the funds for the shirts um are going to be going to Susie's hope uh, which is the group that got the um, animal abuse laws in North Carolina changed from a class I felony to a class H felony, which is what they are now. And now we want to change them to a class L, excuse me, a class F felony. And we have Susie's hope. Um, you know, they are fully backing us and helping us make the contacts to to achieve that goal. So, like your Facebook page, you know, stay in contact with the updates. If you're, you know, I saw on the Facebook page where you guys are trying to get a group together for when the the first hearing is. is I mean, we, I know you're That's st- still up in the air, but you know, if, if you're in the North Carolina area, if if you're if you love animals, if you love pit bulls, and you love veterans, I, I can't think of a better way to do this. 
Uh, I can tell you that next Monday I'm going to be getting me a shirt and um, a um, decal for my motorcycle helmet. Uh, I just awesome. I just want to spread the word because I don't know about you, but if I may for a second, you know, I, I buried a Marine earlier this year who committed suicide, and I, I'm, I'm like, I'm I'm tired of this, man. I'm, I'm, we 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 are we are an advanced country. We had the most advanced military. There has got to be something that we're missing where people just would rather end their lives because they have no hope and, and they have no way out or they don't think they have a way out. And so it, uh, it had a profound effect on me and, and, and how I, I do things. So that's why we're talking now. And, and if a dog can help somebody out, then I'm all for it. So you're going to be seeing a lot of, of me. Uh, hey, if you and Heidi want to come back on at any time in the future and talk about what's going on with uh, Susie's Hope or Justice for Huey or the laws being changed or anything else, uh, please feel free to reach out. I'm going to keep uh, spreading awareness where I can, however I can, Mason. And You know, bravery comes in all different shapes and sizes, and you're pretty brave in my book right now. Thank you very much. I, I appreciate that, and um, also I want to add, if, if anyone is curious about, you know, what Shelter to Soldiers doing, because they are an amazing group um, who've even given me support, you know, after we graduate, uh, it's org, and you can find uh, our story on there as well. Yes, I, I will, I will, Mason, I will have links to your Facebook page, Shelter for Soldiers, Susie Hope, all in the blog post for this episode, and uh, as soon as it comes up, I'll give you the link so you can share it and it will all be there for people to link to and find out more awesome thank you thank you brother no problem brother uh please tell Heidi i said hello i'm going to end this episode of oscar mike radio but the story is not over by any means it's, it's people like mason and heidi and the people that support them that that allow uh veterans to have a better quality of life and that you know, Oscar Mike Radio, I'm happy to do this. I just want to thank my uh, management team, Hubazoo, for pulling some strings to make uh, this episode work the way it's going to work uh, tonight. So please, please, please check out the Facebook page. Mason and Heidi will get right back to you if you have a question, and that is it for now. Mason, thank you very much. This is Travis with Oscar Mike Radio, OscarMikeRadio.com. Omar out. Oscar Mike Radio, over and out. Oscar Mike Radio, do you copy? Turns to one actual, I have you five by five. Oscar Mike Radio is in route.
copy that, Sinister One. Coming at you from the City of Champions, Brockton, Massachusetts. Come in, Oscar Mike Radio. Oscar Mike Radio. Veteran in action. On the move, on mission, always. Protectors of our nation, the great armed forces of America.